Even in the age of magic, not everyone is destined for greatness. These are their stories. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other taters stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Travis. What's taters? I'm Lee. I'm Logan. And I'm Greg. What is taters, precious? What's taters? That song, that video of Boilem... Mash them, boil them, stick them in, the in a stew, potatoes, potatoes. Still gets stuck in my head. Yeah. It is not good. It is not welcome. Yet there it is. I'm also really fond of, they're taking the hobbits to Isengard, to Isengard, they're taking the hobbits to Isengard. Why? Uh, I know that one. Yeah. Curse you, internet. You've been used for evil <laughs> and good. Uh, Layla, can you give me a recap of the events of last week's episode? Yeah, sure. Well, we went into Blossom 1616, and it was, I mean, just real weird. There was this, like, mm, I don't know, magical barrier or something. It took us a while to figure that out. But once we got through it, we were in, like, some other weird world. We're, like, human world. Like, everybody looked human. Like, everybody. I looked like a human. I was gigantic. It was great. So we met Blossom sixteen sixteen in human form, and that was, I mean, I don't, she didn't really seem to, like, know what was going on, and, like, I, I guess all the other humans had disappeared, and she thought that uh, Calorin was going to fix things, and but I, I'm not sure that it's really fixing anything, because, you know, Calorin. And then... uh I didn't go in to see Calorin because, you know, it's kind of painful to, I don't like to really be around it that much. And, uh, but Etho and Janro went in and as far as I can tell, Calorin was just talking some weird stuff and <laughs> I'm not sure that we learned a whole lot. Etho, did we learn a whole lot? Uh, not yet, but I got two more questions. Oh, well, that's great. You kind of learn that it seems like Kalarin is now maybe beholden to something. It tried to, it, when it was sort of speaking its mind, it was uh, stopped by electricity coming out of its necktie. Oh, uh, yeah. It used to like to kill humans, but then now it's yeah, like, like it, it really, really loved killing everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and now Etho has two more questions. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we we cut back to uh, we cut back to Kaleran's office in this weird pseudo reality of the sort of modern day human world. Kaleran still sits behind its desk, and it's sort of just caught its breath uh, after finishing what it was saying after being shocked by its own necktie. And yeah, 
Uh, Logan, you have two more questions to ask as the result of your, I think it was a speak softly role. Yeah. Uh, what were they doing and what are they going to do next? I think I'm specifically like, what what is happening with that tie? Yeah, so... <laughs> Sorry, so, <laughs> it was just... <laughs> yeah, well, that seems like yeah. a terrible fashion choice. Um, <laughs> so... It, uh, so I'll give you, so if you're specifically asking about the tie, I'll give you this. You put together that the tie, that in this weird reflection of reality where Kalaren is a human with big shoulder pads as opposed to a giant dragon, the neck, the, the dark blue necktie is this reflection's best interpretation of the artifact that it stole and has around its neck now. Mm-hmm. And so that's sort of what they were doing. That's what I'll give you for that half of the question. Uh, and okay. what are they going to do next? Um, you notice in front of... So I said before that it looks like Kalaren is working on some sort of model city or something like that. Uh, now yeah. that you're fully in the room and all the smoke uh, has, uh, evap- has exited the room, you can see clearly that now the rain is yeah down. the it's not a model city it's a model of pyramids the audience would recognize them as the pyramids of giza um oh. and kalarin is like um wait is a city and those pyramids as well no it's just the pyramids okay. um and kalarin is like moving figures around this sort of like map of the pyramids of giza with these like uh, size replicas of it, uh, like scale models, I mean, and it's it almost seems like it's sort of drawing something with these figures that it's placing. Cool um, Lego set. Excuse me. <laughs> Do you have any further business here, or can I get back to my work? Uh, um, what should I be wary of when dealing with them? Hmm. You're used to wanton destruction from Kalaren, and that still seems to be the major threat. It still seems to be what Kalaren is going to do. It still seems to be that Kalaren will destroy anything Kalaren goes to. But whereas before it was Kalaren will destroy anything that it feels like destroying, now it seems like Kalaren is destroying, uh, is being directed Kalaren's destruction is being directed at places by whatever this am, however this amulet has control over it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, I'm. That means I intuit that the next target is like the pyramids. Wait, that is would Kalarin, be a good conclusion. Is it Kalaren San Diego? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love that. Where in the world? <laughs> Yeah, so those are uh, so those are your three questions. Uh, Kalaren says, "Do you as before?" Kalaren says, "Do you have any further business here, or can I get back to work?" But more what? menacingly than I just said it. What uh, exactly is this? What are these things? What are you doing here? This is how is this helping the bottom line? I don't believe you have clearance to be asking these sorts of questions, Janice. I believe I have all the clearance that I need. Now, I don't, and I'm your boss. <laughs> well, you should check with human resources, whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I am going to attempt to keep them busy so that uh, Etho has a bit more time to look around at other things. All right, give me that roll. It's my courage, right? Uh, sounds right. Let me see. Courage. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. On a 10 plus, you buy as much time as you need, and their attention is all on you. You have something else with keep them busy, correct? Yes. I have sting like a bee, and I have an idea for that. I don't know if it's going to be possible, but (laughs) what I want to do is steal something small from them, and they don't notice until they need it, or I taunt them with it, and I Mm -hmm. want to swap the necktie for one of my capes. Ooh. Ah, cool. Yeah. Hmm. I I mean, I think it works. I'm just trying to think of what that looks like. So while I do that, um, since you're you're also successful at is it is it that you are able to do that and you get the benefit of keep them busy? Yes. Okay. Uh, so seven in that plus, case, I get to choose one, and I get to keep them all eyes on me. Cool. So in that case, I will while I think of what that looks like, we'll switch over to Etho and see like. What do you want to snoop around and find? Uh, it keeps talking about the board, and I want to know what the board is. So I'm just looking at like pages on the desk, or find out what the heck those pyramids are. I don't know. I mm-hmm. something. Why? Why the pyramids are the next target, or if they're the next target? Since uh, since Greg rolled a success and keep them busy, I won't have you have to roll like a any sort of roll to find this. Um, that'll sort of be the reward for it. I think what I'll give you is that. There is nothing, there are no, you don't find any letters or there's no paper trail of communication between Kalarin and the board. You find that, in fact, all of the communication that references the board is in, is on letterhead that's from Kalarin. That is just like, um, (laughs) Kalarin saying like, the board has decided that this week, these are the targets we need to hit, you know, like, Mm. uh, sort of like a, 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 a priest between uh, the congregation and God, right? Like, yeah, there is a mediator in the situation. That mediator is Kalarin. That's what I'll give you. Okay. Janro. Yes. Uh, when you, how, how does it, what does it look like when you're swapping this, this necktie with the cape? I mean, so I think like the argument gets heated and Janro is like poking, doing that deliberate poke. And then, like, pre- I pretend like one of my capes sweeps down, and so then I sweep it down and around, mm. and then leave it there as I just slowly pull the necktie loose, and That's then great. slide it under. Um, and and I leave uh, the cape that I leave behind just has embroidery that spells out Aquinas. Mm. What's the significance of that? Uh, I'm leaving the previous Janro behind. Wow. Oh. Okay. When you get your hands on that necktie, your brain feels foggy? Real bad. (laughs) (laughs) It's not something you hear. A thought enters your brain, and that thought is, who is this? Uh, I'll think back. I'm Jan Rowe Or, 
I guess here I'm Janice, Janice Rand. Does it matter? Please return the item to Kaleran. I don't think I'll be doing that. Why? Why, why do you want that to happen? It's the polite thing to do. Mm. <laughs> well, it's not polite and quite destructive, and I'd rather not. Well, this is all just in Blossom's head anyway. I suppose the real one's in its rightful place. Whoa. What are you? I'm coming soon. Who are you? No response. Creepy. Um, I'm going like to think about uh, Gemros the Devourer and see if I get a response. Uh, that is so. That is the you, you've told me this off, yes. Mike. Do you want to fill the listener in? Yes. So halflings have two main gods. There's Ean, the creator, and Gemros, the devourer. Uh, Ean is the one that creates food and life and bounty, and uh, Gemros is the one that devours all of that and destroys. And so they're sort of uh, polar opposite creation, like life-death sort of pair. And the implication is that the the world is is created as uh, by Ian as an offering to, or as a meal for Gamros, who will yes. eventually eat it, and then the process Starts begins all over in you. Again. Yep. You, as you think about that, uh, a thought does enter your brain that that just says, uh, <laughs> "You're in the right ballpark." And let's cut to uh, Layla right now. Um, you are out there with Blossom 1616. You hear a lot of yelling coming from Kaleran's office. What are you doing out here? So I was talking with Blossom 1616, and I had asked her a question, and I feel like it didn't go the way I wanted it to. I wish I could remember exactly what happened. I should have listened to that episode. You asked if she was seeing anybody, and she said uh, that she wishes she were, but there's she doesn't there's doesn't feel like oh, there are there any fish nobody. in the sea yeah. anymore. And then you looked yeah. out the window, and there's oh, literally okay. no one in the streets of this city. Oh, and then I gave her a lecture about Kyler not being great. Mm-hmm. Have I asked her anything about like? Does she remember who? Like, does she know who she is or? No, Kinda nothing have, like right? that. No, no, no. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll go there then. Hey, Blossom. I, uh, yeah. You, um, do you remember or do you know? Oh, boy, this is hard. Who, who do you think I am? 
you're you're Valera. You um you work in R and D. Ooh. <laughs> um. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Well, what if I told you a story about a different person named Layla that uh really didn't look like me at all? She's real tiny, and you know she's got she's got wings and real pretty though. And um, her head starts to just like turn, like it's like not a motion that people normally do but it's something you can do easily you can sort of tilt your head down into the side it's like nothing you ever do really at, mm-hmm. um, but hers kind of does that and you just hear it click 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 and then it returns that that sound like anything to you or that sounds click 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 uh-huh familiar <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be familiar. What if I told you that this this person, Layla, she well, she's not a person. Te- I mean, she's a person, but she's the- click, theoretically click, 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 not click, a human. Click, click, click. She's a she's a fairy. She's star folk. I think what you're trying to do here is make her remember the world that she's in. Mm-hmm. Talk sense, right? Yeah. So that sounds like. Uh, a talk sense role to me, as Logan suggests. Um, so if you think you are trying to detail your plan and their place in it, roll with sense. If you think you're trying to appeal to their emotions or their desires, roll with wisdom. Or if you think you're trying to impress, dazzle, or trick them, roll with grace. Uh, I mean, it is... Oh, Lord. Oh, gosh. Oh, my. <laughs> Layla just gets in there and she stays. um like even worse than lyrianne ever did um i mean i do feel like this is a bit of a trick like i'm trying to force Mm -hmm. so i will do that cool roll plus grace please okay uh 14 how do y'all roll so fucking high? Mm, that, that's geez, a, that's a I, like this goodness. is supposed to be like a terrifying set piece <laughs> for you. No, and yet we're just like this is fine. The big bad is right there. Fuck. I mean, it's still terrifying. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a devouring I think Layla necktie. Is fi- filled with like confidence of being a tall person. <laughs> yeah. She's just like this um, is amazing. <laughs> She's going to go home and make uh, limb enhancers like Peridot. They do <laughs> as you ask uh, to the best of their ability. So I think what that means here is, yeah, you hear click, 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 click. Right. Layla. Etho. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Shrine. Shrine. Oh, girl, I wish I could just talk to you, like, talk to the real you, not this weird you that's doesn't know nothing. You're not, I mean, it's not that you're not helpful. You are helpful, and you're trying to be helpful, and I think you're trying to be helpful in the real world. I just don't know what's going on, and I. it's real hard to talk to something that can only talk back to you in weird quotes that don't make a lot of sense hmm. and two beeps. Sometimes one beep, sometimes no beep. 
the whole time you're saying that, after she comes to that realization, she's just doing the weird neck slide thing, clicking and clicking back. Uh, until she sort of stands upright, completely straight. The windows that you're looking out of go completely black. Ooh. And she says, Blossom, 1616. Oh, my life is changing every day in every possible way. In every possible way. Whoop, whoop. And then, just like that, for all three of you, you feel... Remember that humming that I described when you fell into this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. reflection? Yep. You hear that sound, but concentrated in just one snap length moment. And in that same moment, you see around you all of the gears, all of the the machinery of the, of Blossom 16, 16 returns around you. And you find the three of you in this small chamber, presumably right in the middle of Blossom 16, 16, that has... That is like a, that in the middle of it has a uh, scale model of the office you were just in and has little like Lego sized minifigures of Kalarin and uh, this like office version of Blossom. How detailed are they? Not very. They're about Lego minifigure detailed. (laughs) Um, Okay. Wait, is Kalarin dragon form or big shoulder pads form? Ah, that's a good question. Um, I think it's big shoulder pads for him because the the office blossom is just the is just the person. So I think it's I think it's big shoulder pads human. Uh, okay, minifig, and that's on one side of this little chamber, and on the other is a um, is like a skull with a uh, how do I describe that? It's a skull with a tooth missing, but where that tooth is missing, it's there's like a spectral glowing tooth in its place. Huh. And the machinery slows to a stop and a ramp opens up and you can see light at the end of it. I go check out the skull. Does the tooth seem to, we know the shape, right? Of the artifact we're looking for. It's the shape of the skull. That's right. Okay. You found it. We found it. Um, Before I do anything, I want to, I I go to the, like, closest wall, and I just put my, Mm -hmm. actually, I put my forehead to it, and I just say, oh, Blossom 1616, I wish I could help you. I hope I can. Boop. I pat the wall and then I go check out the skull with Ether. What am I holding in my hand? Jenner, you were wondering what replace if if you yeah. still have the necktie in your hand? Yep. No, that dissipated with the with the reflection. Yeah, I think we were is, all like all the stuff with Where's the cape? Where's the cape? Oh, the cape's not there. The like all there are no figures of of you or what you are wearing. Like you, like everything that's not blossom in there is just blossom, 
imagining. So even Kalorin, we weren't really talking to Kalorin. Right. But I just wanted to make sure the cape was. Oh. Where not it was, in it, here? Yeah, yeah. Did the cape get left or did Janro have the cape still? Mm. Um, does the, the cape doesn't have a real life counterpart, no. does it? No. Okay. I mean, it did. She did. Right, right. No. But just that Janro does not have on her person a counterpart. Right, to, right. I'm not, no. I'm not wearing yeah. the outfit I was wearing when I was right. Valera. I'm just. Right, right. We're back to our yeah. normal. I was just outfits. checking. I was just checking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Etho, you said you wanted to check out the skull. Um, you pick it up. It yeah. feels. Uh, seems magic y. You don't know. Can I feel magic? Is that. No, but I mean, it's got it's a skull with a glowing tooth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I say, hey, Blossom 1616, can we have this? Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> it, so it says nothing, which in the past has signified no, mm-hmm. but it's not, doesn't, you know, none of the gears are spinning, you know, mm-hmm. not, it's not, uh, it didn't close the door. Yeah. It's not closing the door on you. Yeah. This, hmm. I mean... Okay, hey, Blossom. I, okay, okay. Let me ask you a question. Can I just call you Blossom? <laughs> oh, good. Okay. Blossom, can I leave with this? Oh. Oh, thank you, honey. Let's, let's, let's get out of here, yo. Let's go. Well, yeah, the list of stuff she's got to do to help people out is growing. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, you know that's her. That's one of her like major character. But that's what we Elven superiority. But we decided it was that. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I protect. So mm-hmm. people in need. People in need. Yeah. So I can't help myself. Before you go down the ramp, uh, one of you can one of you roll a d twenty for me. Sure. I'll do uh, that. A what? Uh-huh. Wait, I haven't gotten to roll a dice today. Oh, sorry, you do it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh-huh, you want me to do it? No, seven's fine. No, you don't want me to do it at all, do you? <laughs> Logan already did it, got a seven. I know, I know, I was I was joking. I thought it would be uh, a higher number, and I'd be like, ha-ha, but it wasn't. <laughs> well, you would, in this case, no, you No, my prob- number wouldn't have counted either way, I'm just saying. You probably wouldn't have wanted a higher number anyway. Oh. <laughs> um, you walk out the ramp and you're in, you're still in the general vicinity of the Shrine of Destinies, but you're like on the other side of it, oh, which is what weird. Sh- what shape was the Shrine of Destinies again? Um, it's uh, circular. Okay. Is, Thank you. is Ziggy here? Y- you you can, can you feel like, can you like sense his presence if he's not like right there i don't know that etho has ever been far enough away from him to know that hmm. hmm interesting i guess first i have to ask you the question what do you think happens to ziggy when you're not around if a tree falls in the forest and etho's not there where is ziggy you know <laughs> I, I think his manifestation is very contingent on me you know like that's hmm like like the more dragon I get, the more people can see him, mm-hmm. the more people can hear him. I don't know what happens if we like 
or it's almost like he falls asleep. Yeah, that maybe. sounds right. Yeah, uh, Ziggy is Ziggy is back at your side, and he feels. I won't tell you what to say, but I'll tell you that he feels groggy. Like oh. it's how you feel after after you oversleep. That's mm. that's what he feels like. Mm. I I think I, I mean I I think that Etho is specifically like really glad that she didn't go get herself killed or whatever and goes to hug him and there's not much response and so she just sort of is trying to see if he's okay and then like he's just asleep which is a weird thing for a ghost to do so I don't know I think I, I think that Etho's just uneasy and Ziggy's just holding on <laughs> Hmm. Layla the hmm. I'll just I'll just I'll just uh, part the curtain here. Mm-hmm. That D20 roll, that was a seven. Mm-hmm. That was how many days have passed Ooh. since uh, you went Ooh. into Blossom 1616. Time is weird when you're in a computer. Huh. Mm-hmm. Do you think the shadow is there waiting when you get out? I will tell you that a lot of the people in your initial group have gone back because... They assume you've been in there for a few, you went into a giant sentinel and you didn't come out in over a day. You kind of make an assumption after a while. Mm. Um, yeah, Daisy's with me because she came with me. Right. Uh, Kyle's gone and the shadow's there. What does, can can you talk, can you and the shadow talk? Mm-hmm. What does, what does the shadow say to you when you come out? Um, well, she can't, she won't, she can't address me when people are around because mm. like, you know, so basically I see her in the distance, like, you know, behind a tree or something mm-hmm. and I, she gives me like a signal and I have to like, Hey, I'll be back guys, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, um, so I Gotta go, uh, talk to, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, oh, I know what I do. I know what I do. Oh, Kyle. Well, goodness, he was probably hungry. I'm going to go see if I can find Kyle. I'll be back in a little bit, okay? Okay. And then I go off into the woods. And um, she's like, you have been gone for seven (laughs) days. Hmm. Well, yeah, I know. What? (laughs) Seven days? Count them seven. Well, I don't know what to tell you because I walked in there. I had like one conversation and I came back out. So I can't really control how many days happened in the meantime. If you ever do something like that again, you are taking me. Well, now, how am I going to do that when? (sighs) And then she like grabs me and hugs me but Hmm. she also is hugging me kind of hard and she says you are taking me yeah all right well you figure out how that works and i'll do it (laughs) i love you too have you seen kyle and she just walks off (laughs) she's not entertaining that that. (laughs) that's great
Is anyone still there for general? Um, no. Mock, 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 mock. Well, mock was in with us. Mock. That's right. Mock is mock is with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So mock is there, but no, there's no way that uh, the chef would have abandoned like all the food right. and left. But I think uh, mock and Jandra rush over to where camp was to find the care package of rations and stuff that are buried under like a standard symbol that hmm. uh, Lenora had made and then buried just and left. in case you were just fine, in case. Yeah. Um, because I think all halflings have a sense that we will survive because we've survived everything. It's not a just in case it's this, this will be used, hmm. um, either by Janro or by another halfling that may come across it. It will be helpful to our people. Mm-hmm. And I think it's under like, like we recognize the symbol as the symbol of Ian. Hmm. And so we know immediately this is for us, and this was something useful. Out of curiosity, do you know what that symbol looks like? I do not. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I was just wondering if you had an idea in your head. Um, not, not, not a good one. Like I, I sure. wanted to say it's the same as the the jar with the spoon, but like that's real big and awkward. Mm-hmm. So, but something stylized like that. But I don't have a good picture of what that looks like. Maybe, it, yeah, maybe it's like a. Um, just small shapes, kind of like what I was yeah, narrating yeah. With, yeah. with Blossom. I think yeah. it's probably it's it's like, is it maybe like the equivalent of of spoon in a jar with like yeah. the fewest forms you could possibly have? Yeah, it's probably like it's probably like a square and then a diagonal stick coming out of one side mm-hmm. of it. Like, yeah, that's the sort of the symbol of like general creation. Etho, uh, as you see your your compatriots kind of split up. And you're standing by the shrine with with uh, Ziggy. So I so now that I know that it's been seven days, I don't think you do. Oh, okay, right? Because okay, so Etho's been asleep. Any of us, yeah. Etho doesn't, but but I do. Logan, does. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that gives me more insight into like what I think happened. I don't think that Ziggy would have moved from the spot. Essentially, like. Mm-hmm. he's completely relying on me for basically everything, you know, like mm-hmm. he's just a ghost, but I think that something, I mean, like, I think he is in like a state of stasis, uh, that I can't necessarily wake him up from right now. Mm-hmm. Cause seven days mm-hmm. is a really long time. Uh, and like, maybe some, some of the transforming into a dragon has like sort of backtracked on me a little bit. Like you have a few fewer scales, even. Yeah. Hmm. We sit in that for a moment, and then off in the off in the distance, you hear, "Oh shit, yo, you're back, you got it, yay!" Tack. <laughs> Tack is very excited. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or check out our website at VRE.show for a listing guide and links to everyone's Twitter. Our email is hi at VRE.show. If you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or tell a friend about us. If you enjoy what we do, consider backing us on Patreon, where we release bonus content and an extra show every month. Check that out at patreon.com slash VRE.
part of me still wants to say, even in the age of magic, not every kid is destined for greatness. <laughs> not every kid is destined for greatness. These? Right, now I gotta write myself a... Other stuff. And other stuff that in the darkness binds to them? I've already done that. Oh, you have? Uh, Shit. yeah. Done so many. They're all so good. What's taters? I yeah. <laughs> just Another tater stuff a... is good. <laughs> okay. What is taters? Exactly. What's taters, precious? 